They're not good enough to start. They're not even good enough to play. But they do talk a good game. So come join Lou and Jose from the sidelines where all the best sports discussions happen anyway. Welcome in to the Bench Warmers Podcast. Welcome into the program, everyone. I am Lou Ruggieri. That is Jose Ortiz. And this is Bench Warmers Podcast. Wherever, whenever, and however you happen to be listening, appreciate you taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. Uh, we're going to make it worth your while. This is Season 2, Episode 47, our 97th show in total. Cruising right along. You can go back and listen to all of our previous shows everywhere and anywhere you get your podcasts. iHeartRadio, Amazon, Anchor, Odyssey. If, you've listened, if you're listening to us, congratulations. You found us. Keep going back there, and you will keep on finding us. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, at The Benchwarmers Podcast, at The BW Pod on Twitter. Uh, this is going to be a, a relatively quick show, but we're going for quality, not quantity, and we have a lot of quality in store for you. Coming up in a little bit, continuing on with our king of the candy store bracket, it is the Elite 8, A-T-E, and we have our candy bars, our showdown. This is now, we're down to the final eight, the final four matchups, so we have to kind of go through and see what who you voted for, who we voted for, and see who is moving on and who is going home. But first, uh, we're gonna we're bringing back a game that we that we kind of do mostly during the football season. That's a lot of fun, and it's called "Make No Mistake or Give Me a Break," and essentially it's our true false segment. So, uh, Jose, without further ado, I want to just kind of jump right into this. Uh, we decided with all of the kind of changes and the the turnstile of events that's been happening that have been happening over the last you know few weeks in the off season. This might have been the most exciting off season we've seen. Maybe ever. I don't ever, know. Like, that ever. might be that <laughs> yeah. might be hyperbolic, but I, I'm not sure. I think I think there's a good case can be made for one of, if not the most exciting NFL offseason we've ever been witness to. And so we took most of the teams that uh, have had some of these revolving doors and changes and, and no, notable changes, I'll, we'll say. And we're gonna say, make no mistake, over under uh, the Vegas odds as of today, and see how we feel, see where we agree, disagree, and I guess breaking news. Right before we jumped on the air today, uh, Derek Carr just got signed to an extension. This is, make sure I get it right, uh, $121.5 million extension with the Raiders, uh, three years. I didn't see. Uh, I haven't seen the guaranteed money. Yeah, that's what I was, I was just kind of making sure I didn't miss it. I saw that, which I, I had to like do a double take. Um, I saw that he was going to make a base salary of like, I mean, I know this sounds like a lot to normal people, but eighteen point something million dollars. I was like, it was nineteen five. I think he was nineteen point eight seven. He was. I was set like, to make that is really year. reasonable for a quarterback <laughs> of Derek Carr's uh, capability. Like, I, I just, I, it's just like, you've got Kirk Cousins making like thirty something million dollars this year. You, you're not telling me Kirk Cousins is that much better than Derek Carr. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is making twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty eight million dollars. So. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's a little I mean, it's also the you know, the inflationary aspect of the quarterbacking position has mm-hmm. just been astronomical in the last few years. So, I mean, it's it's almost like, you know, Patrick Mahomes making what, 50 million dollars a year, 40 million dollars a year is like, oh, it's almost a bargain at this point. Absolutely. So, yeah, it just says that he can earn an average up to 40.5 million actually once like like once everything kicks in. But we don't know what the guaranteed money is at this. Yeah, point. So. I'm sure it'll come out sooner or later. But yeah, yep. uh, good for Derek Carr. I don't know. I mean, I guess he's 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 good enough to be a starter, and maybe with some more talent around him this year, they're gonna maybe they can take that next step with Josh McDaniels. We'll see. That's a tough. That's a tough division. That's a real tough division. 
But all right, let's jump into it. Uh, speaking of that division, there's a uh, well, one of those teams in that division is on our list. So make no mistake or give me a break. We'll go through each of the teams that kind of had uh, notable changes this this offseason and see what their what Vegas says their over under is going to be. And we'll say make no mistake or give me a break. And let's go. Let's do it. All right. So we've got uh, so the, the, there was no notable quarterback change with the Packers, but there was some offseason quarterback drama. And then, of course, there's no more Devonte Adams Packers over on uh, Packers will win. 11 and a half. We'll say the Packers will win more than 11 games. Make no mistake or give me a break. I'm, I'm going to say over just because of the division. I think I, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm hoping that the Packers are smart enough to realize that they need to draft, finally draft a wide receiver. And maybe they'll, you know, finally kind of swallow their pride and sign uh, somebody in the offseason. But I still think when that division, they're, they're going to go over. So make no mistake, I'll say over over eleven and a half wins. Yeah, I'm gonna say under. I, I think that this is uh, not a not a very good team. Uh, so we're you know we, we don't we don't agree there. I'm gonna just say, give me a break. Even in the division, that's only six wins. Um, they got to come up with six more to get over eleven. I don't I don't see it happening. So give me a break. Okay, so we're already right out of the back. All right. Yep. All right, Broncos. Oh, Broncos over. 10 wins. Make no mistake or give me a break. And they just signed up just for those who don't remember, they traded for Russell Wilson in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to say make no mistake, they go over 10 wins. I mean, that's a tough division. I think there's going to be a lot of cannibalism there, but I think Russell Wilson, we're going to see sort of, I don't think we're going to see the you know, what Peyton Manning did kind of out of the gate, but Russell Wilson is still going to be a top five quarterback. On, on a better team, and I think he's going to have something to prove. So I think the Broncos are just going to ride that emotional high throughout the season. And I, I'm going to go, give me a break, over 10 wins. So make no mistake, over 10 wins. I'll take the yes, same. Sorry. I'll take the same. Make no, I, I, was, I was going back and forth on this one, but I do think this is one of those teams where, you know, you, let, you have Javante Williams there, you have Cortland Sutton, you have Jerry Judy, you have, there's no fans not there anymore, but you, you have some good players and they just kind of need a quarterback to kind of put them in position. I'm going to say, uh, make no mistake. They get over 10 wins. Yeah. Good running back. Good, good wide receivers, good defense. I mean, that's, and now a great quarterback. Yep. So, I mean, that, but I think the only question there is, you know, with, with Russell Wilson, did, did we see just an injured Russell Wilson or did we kind of see a beginning of a decline? I guess we'll we'll have a chance to kind of figure it out this year. That's that's the one question. I, I think it was an injured slash dejected Russell Wilson because I yeah. feel like he he kind of was kind of being dis, you know he's disappointed in what was happening. I think and that that's going to affect your play. I don't care who you are. All right, and uh, number three, well, the third here on the list is uh, 49ers over ten wins. Make no mistake or give me a break. And just in case that they still have Jimmy G on contract and. We're not sure if Trey Lance or Jimmy G is going to be the starter in the 2022 season. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, give me a break. I'm going to go under under 10 wins for the Niners because I think I think I think nine is the magic number because it just I don't know if it's Jimmy or Trey. I just don't. I think that they kind of had a magical ride last season, and I just I don't see it happening again. I just don't. I'm going to say, make no mistake, one, because I'm a 49ers fan and it's hard for me to separate myself and just think they just got to the NFC Championship game this last year. But I, I, And they did win 10 games, so they wouldn't, so it would have been give me a break this past year because they only won 10 wins or won, only won 10 games. I just, 
I feel like this team is continuing to get better, uh, and the the offense kind of matured a little bit more. With uh, we'll see what happens with Dio Samuel. Come back to me if he's not on the team in a week or two. Yeah, uh, but uh, oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's demanding he twenty five million a year. Um, and we can get into another day. I, you know, I'm yeah. not sure. Whatever. I think either way, I'm gonna say just on faith and the fact that they went to the NFC Championship game last year. I think the NFC is is you know the 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 Seahawks are not as good as they were this past year. So that's got to be worth an extra win or two. Yeah. I'm going to say, uh, make no mistake, they're over 10 wins. Okay. Cleveland Browns, over nine wins or below nine wins. They just made the trade for Deshaun Watson. I, I'm going to say, how would you say it? Uh, give me a break under. I'm going to say under mm-hmm. nine and a half because, A, we don't know how many games, if any, Deshaun Watson's going to be uh, suspended for. Or on the commissioner's exemplars or whatever, whatever they decide to do with him. I'm sure he's he's not going to just walk in day one and go, all right, let's go. And I just, I don't know. I feel like the Browns, you know, they they kind of fooled me last season. And I know Baker Mayfield's a much different player than than Deshaun Watson is, but it just it just feels like they're setting up they're 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 going to be setting themselves up for kind of a letdown, another big year, a big, big letdown. Maybe next, not this coming season, but the season after that, I think they could maybe make some strides. But Watson, I mean, when's the last time we saw him even throw a football professionally? I mean, it's it's been yeah. how long? Been like and so, right. So I just, I don't see it. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, give me a break. Under under nine wins. I, I think, I just think that last year I was, I, I, you kind of stumble on what I was going to say, a little little fooled by them as far as how good they actually are or were. I'm not sure that Amari Cooper is really a number one type receiver anymore. You look at their offense, Nick Chubb is great. I don't know. It just, I feel, but I just feel like overall, Donovan Peoples Jones, I guess, is their number two receiver there. I just, and that's, there's no disrespect to him. He's a fine player, but he's okay. He's okay, you know, but I don't know. I, I just, I'm looking at the pieces there, looking at the AFC, and I'm not seeing a path to a a season like that. So give me a break. Uh, Moving on. Uh, Colts over or under over nine wins with Matt Ryan instead of Carson Wentz this year. Well, uh, they had nine wins with Carson Wentz, and I think Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz uh, ever was. So I'm gonna I'll say uh, make no mistake over over nine and a half wins because I think that they underachieved last season, and I think the rest of that team, well, all you know, Matt Ryan wasn't there obviously, but the rest of that team is is got to they've had a bitter taste in their mouth after that, you know, last game loss against the Jaguars to miss the playoffs. So I think they're going to come out and have something to prove. So I'll, I'll say over nine and a half. I'm going to uh, go ahead and give me a break and say under nine. Wow. I, I really? think, yeah, I don't, I don't think that Matt Ryan, everyone's talking about Matt Ryan, like he's this huge upgrade over Carson Wentz and perhaps he is, but I'm not looking at it that way. I'm looking at it like, this is basically you went Philip Rivers one year, you went Carson Wentz the next year, and you went Matt Ryan the next year after that. You basically have the same quarterback for three consecutive years. Yeah. Decent quarterback, not great. Now at their best, Matt Ryan, of course, is way better than Carson Wentz. I don't think we've seen that we're seeing that version of Matt Ryan anymore. So I'm gonna say under uh under the under give me a break. No no wins. We'll get just two more and then we'll uh, go ahead and move on to our brackets, I guess. Let's get some interesting ones here. We're going to go with the Steelers. I'm sorry, not Steelers. The Commanders. Over seven wins with Carson Wentz as their quarterback. Give me a break or make, make no mistake. 
So we just followed Carson Wentz right, yep. right to the. Yep. <laughs> um, I'll say, uh, make no mistake, I'll say over seven and a half wins. I think that they they severely underachieved last year, and I think Ron Rivera is a good enough coach where he can get. I don't want to say the most out of Carson Wentz, but I think he can get enough out of him and the rest of that team to kind of, and that division is questionable. You know, I, I feel yeah. like it's the giants are still a mess. The, the Eagles are a big giant question mark and the Cowboys, I feel like the Cowboys might be setting themselves up for a disappointing season too. So I'll, I'll say the commanders over seven and a half. I, yeah, I make no mistake. I agree with this. So over seven and a half, it's just, uh, Carson Wentz may not be a great quarterback, but I, I think it's fair to say that he's an upgrade over a bit who, uh, with oh, Taylor Heineke yeah. uh, last year. So I, I'm going to go ahead and go over there. And the last one here, I just think just to be funny here, not funny, but the Seahawks um, over under six wins. Drew Locke has, as the quarterback as of now, uh, but they do have DK Metcalf. Tyler Lock, you know, they still have some pieces. They just traded for Noah Fant. Like, they, they have some pieces on offense. Just no quarterback. I mean, though. yeah, but they could have, I mean, they could have <laughs> Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson, you know, and uh, Terrell Owens. And and if Drew Locke is their quarterback, it, it, I mean, what are they? Who, they're just guys that are on the field. So I'm going to say under six, uh, make no mistake, under six, because I, I think the Seahawks might, they have a chance to be the worst team in the league next year, this this coming season. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they also traded either or both of uh, um, uh, Tyler Lockett uh, and DK Metcalf just because they, you, after making this type of trade, the trading away franchise quarterback, that doesn't signal anything other than you're in blow-up mode. I'm going to go under, and yes, they have a great chance of being the number one overall pick or having the number one overall pick next season. Give me a break. No way they even get close to six wins. I'm looking at three to four for them. All right, I think that's, uh, you know, there, there's some other changes we can go to, but I think that's that's good for now. We can kind of revisit some of these uh, later in the season as we get through the draft and things like that. Okay, yep, I agree. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we have to do our, uh, well, we don't have to. We want to do our King of the Candy Store. It is the Elite Eight. Uh, we have four matchups left. Let's see where you voted, where I voted, where Jose voted, and who's moving on. So stick around. We'll be right back. This is the Benchwarmers Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Podcast. Follow along with us on the Benchwarmers Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Benchwarmers Podcast, where being all talk is actually a good thing. Now, back to the action. Or talk, I guess. Welcome back to the program, everyone. I am still Lou Ruggieri. That is still Jose Ortiz. And this is still the Venture Wars Podcast, already in progress. Season 2, Episode 47, our 97th show overall. Go back and listen to all of our previous shows. Uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Odyssey, everywhere and anywhere you get podcasts, you can find us there. Go back and listen, especially to the last couple weeks, because we have been doing our uh, bracket our annual bracket, which we might make more than an annual thing because this is the most fun thing I think we do all year. Uh, we don't like college basketball all that much, but we do love the brackets. Everyone loves filling out their brackets, so that's what we did. We decided to use candy bars this year as our second annual uh, event for this. And we are down. We have we went through the uh, top 32, the Sweet 16, and now the Elite 8, A-T-E, for candy bars. And we are down to... Just a few teams, a few candies 
left and we're going to go through and vote and see how you voted and see how we voted to see who's moving on and who's going home. So, uh, Jose, if you'd like to announce the matchups, I can, I mean, I can give you a little, uh, history on how they got where they, where we got to so far. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we'll start with the, uh, the battle of the overrated, according to a little, a lot of the, the chatter I've been getting back from people, uh, in the, uh, hard candy bracket, it was, or region, it was Skittles versus Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher had a relatively easy path going through Lifesavers and Sugar Daddy. Yeah. And Skittles only had to go through Now and Later and Werther's Original. Just the, <laughs> the, the benefit of being in the hard candy region is there aren't really a lot of dominant yeah. hard candies. To, Where, to, Werther's Original, the St. Peter's of this, yeah. this bracket, as we've uh, figured Skittles out. Skittles at the Gonzaga. Like, there's not yeah. really, <laughs> you know, any real dominant or favorite uh one so either way yeah uh just going ahead uh, jolly ranchers me personally i wanted to say jolly ranchers at first i actually went ahead and, and bought some candy for the ta- for the taste test here on elite eight i wanted to do it for the speed 16 it's just too much candy though yeah so as an adult i you know i have to limit it to eight pieces or eight different types i can't go to 16 and uh to me jolly ranchers while they might taste better they're a little bit they kind of take longer to eat yes. and it's more of a commitment and you get the top of your mouth cut sometimes it's just <laughs> it's not as comfortable or as efficient as a consumption of for consumption of candy as a skittles and i think it's just a little bit easier it's just a little easier to eat for that reason and really just that reason alone i'm going with skittles as my choice here yeah, and I'm not sure if you posted or not, but the picture you sent me of your uh, show uh-huh. research with your son was <laughs> one, was just a brilliantly well done camera shot. It was adorable and fantastic and great. Probably the best promotional picture for our show <laughs> I've ever seen. So I think if you haven't posted that, I think that should. Be I definitely part of, will. Yeah, that should be <laughs> definitely part of the. Because he could have been part of our. Uh, I mean, he I, I he can he be was, part he, one of the. Audience members, really. He he was. He was yep. giving me his votes. It wasn't good. I, I it was I I at first I just wondered. I was like, you know, th- this is the essence of it all, right? Like yep. a child. What yes. is a child who has no allegiance other than this tastes good? Yep. That what you know? What does a child think about it? And yep. you know, he he was he he was he was. It, I, so this one I didn't let him weigh in on. Uh, he's only four, and Jolly Rancher is a little bit dangerous. Yeah. For a four-year-old to eat. Um. He did say that he likes the Skittles, but I, I I couldn't get his vote on the Skittles versus Jolly Ranchers. Just trying to be a safe parent. That's a good call. Um, I also went with Skittles. Uh, just I mean I don't I don't even think this was particularly close to me. This is just a blowout. Skittles. Not I'm not a huge fan of Skittles, but I am uh, by comparison a huge fan compared to Jolly Ranchers. Just never never a giant fan of Jolly Ranchers. I, I like the way Jolly Ranchers taste. Just a little too much of commitment. Uh, the the fan vote agreed with us. Eighty percent of the vote went to Skittles. There were just a few stragglers, few people who liked Jolly Ranchers, but Skittles uh, with a dominant victory. Moving up to the soft chew, the soft fruit chew region, where Twizzlers are number one seed, number two seed overall in the in the tournament, defeated Airheads in round one, and then defeated Mike and Ike in round two. Nice. Faced Swedish Fish, the number two seed in the the region, in the Elite Eight, and um, this was a tough one. Because these are two of my favorite candies. Yeah, uh, this this is. I mean, this was a battle to the. This went to overtime for me. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. was an overtime matchup, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this was another one where I, I I had to 
I initially was going to just pick uh, one and I was like, you know what? No, like I have to taste these and, and be fair. And after tasting them, I came away with the conclusion that Swedish fish, while they have a higher ceiling than Twizzlers, mm-hmm. were at their best, Swedish fish are better than Twizzlers. But I feel like Twizzlers are more consistent from candy to candy, where sometimes you don't get that perfectly soft Swedish fish that just just the perfect uh, texture. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get more often with Twizzlers that perfect texture, perfect flavor. And for that reason, I went with Twizzlers. Just consistency. Of wow. I, uh, I mean, this to me, like I said, this was a tough one because these are, they're so similar and yet they're so different. And I just, you know, I, I had them in front of me and uh, Swedish fish just every time. And I, I understand what you're saying as far as, uh, you know, the freshness. I think Swedish fish kind of, they, they get hard quicker. You know, Twizzlers mm-hmm. kind of stay that same kind of rubber feel for a lifetime. As far as I've seen, yeah. But I feel like I, you know, factoring in, you know, aging them a bit is sort of cheating. So at at their best, and at their, at you know, both being fresh out of the bag, uh, Swedish fish mm. I think is ten times out of okay. ten for me. So, need, all right. I mean, this is, this is one where I couldn't go. I couldn't go either way. Like, just if you say, hey, you can never have Twizzlers again, but you can have Swedish fish. I'll. That's fine. Yeah. Either or is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vote, fifty eight percent. With Twizzlers. Wow. <laughs> very, very close. What? Yep, 58% with Twizzlers. Wow. Um, it just, there really wasn't, it was just, there wasn't really a lot of explanation, honestly. That I was hoping people would get all philosophical with it, uh, but it really wasn't, it was just Twizzlers, you know, yeah. or Swedish Fish. There wasn't really, yeah. just whoever you like is who you like. Uh, so, yep, Twizzlers, Twizzlers moves more, on. more popular, I will yeah. grant. I think certainly that, with the marketing from a marketing standpoint, I wonder if people, there are a lot of people who maybe haven't had Swedish fish. I mean, it's possible. It's absolutely possible. Good point. Actually. I didn't even think about that. All right. So Twizzlers moves on to the uh, final four where they will face Skittles in the, in the final four bracket. And Battle now blue bloods right there. Yeah. And now, so I'm going to go with the first one or the second one here. I should say uh, we, in our elite or elite eight, we had brother against brother. Reese's Pieces against Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. <laughs> um, what are the chances? <laughs> well, crazy. It's it, honestly, I underrated Reese's to start this tournament when when I was doing the seating, and as the tournament has gone on, it's become clear to me that Reese's just got a little bit disrespected in the seeding process, which happens. It does happen. Yeah, I mean, injuries happen, you know, things yeah. sometimes it's, you know, Duke isn't always a one seed, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So it happens. So this was relatively one-sided uh, in the fan vote. I- I'm going to, before I tell you where, which one goes, I'm going to let you determine wh- wh- who you were with Reese's or Reese's peanut, Reese's peanut butter cups or Reese's pieces. Well, this kind of feels like, like, like you said, big brother, little brother, almost like, yeah. You know, almost like Mets and Yankees were for a while. Uh, not so much anymore because neither team is particularly that great. But <laughs> or like you know, White Sox Are Cubs you was baseball. What is uh, going yeah, on I, here? I know. Like, there's no, there's no real <laughs> dual football team, I guess, to really that can. There's a a parallel to um, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups all day because I feel like without Reese's peanut butter cups, there wouldn't be Reese's pieces to begin with. So even just from that standpoint alone, it's. And like I've said before, I think chocolate and peanut butter might just be the single best combination of flavors ever created by anyone on Earth. And again, 
perhaps a little hyperbole, but I would make I can argue that that's not the case. So peanut butter cups all day, every day. And they are they are sneaky dark horse in this in this the rest of this tournament. Yeah, this is it's is all all the way it reminds me. I don't know how familiar you are with WWF wrestling, but a few years ago, I watched something about a documentary that ranked ranking all the not like ranking all the wrestlers and somehow they had Hulk Hogan at number 21. And I was just like, what? what? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is like Hulk Hogan here. Like, you just don't, you, you don't get to Reese's Pieces without having Reese's first. Reese's is all day way better. Not close to Reese's Pieces. It's just much better. And the fan who, vote. Who is the, by the way, who is the number one wrestler? Do you remember? Was oh, it yeah, Flair? it was Shawn Michaels. It was Shawn what? Michaels. Yeah, the, the, the number one, two, three was Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, and Bret the Hitman Hart. Okay. I, don't, I don't really remember much after that. The, just for you know, this I guess this is related to sports anyway, somewhat. They they basically were their argument was that yes, from like a personality like you know standpoint, Hulk Hogan might be number one, but from actual wrestling moves, all he did was <laughs> kick people, you know, <laughs> and jump off, off the top rope. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's fair, right? Like, Atomic leg really, drop, yeah. Yeah, he didn't really have a, like a, a large arsenal of wrestling moves, um, so. Yeah. Either way, it was. I, I still, I still would have put it way higher than twenty-one. Yeah. But either way, anyway, sorry. But I digress. It was, it was a while. <laughs> it was a while ago. And either way, but yeah, uh, Reese's Reese's peanut butter cups, clear winner here. Multiple people have told me that Reese's they expect Reese's to win the entire championship. So Reese's pieces, nice run, but sometimes you just go up against the blue blood, and it's there's nothing bad, you can do. Bad pull, bad yep. pull. That's all. And our final matchup of the Elite Eight. Probably, actually, it was the closest matchup. I saved it for the end purposely. Snickers, our number one overall seed in the tournament versus Twix. And I'm going to tell you. Battle of, I, Clash of the Titans right here. Before my taste test, I had, I'll just tell you, before my taste test, I had Twix as the winner. And then I taste tested. And I just... Snickers is is just some there's just something about Snickers and the power of that candy bar flavor that they have. It's just it's just delicious. And it's you know, Twix are great, you get two of them. Mm-hmm. But Snickers are just I just don't know. Like how can <laughs> Snickers are so good? They are so, so yeah. good. So Snickers is my choice. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda it's gonna be a little anticlimactic, I guess, because uh, Snickers took it for me too, and you know, not just because of the flavor combination, but I also got to thinking trying these two things. Snickers is the one candy on this entire bracket that we have that I could take and eat and consider it almost like a, a, a makeshift meal in a way. <laughs> not, it's not not a good meal. I'm not adv- <laughs> no, I'm not advocating this as like a dietary. A supplement or any kind but it's the one thing that i think i could eat and not feel like that initial that crazy sugar crash like i would with almost everything else on this i mean maybe peanut butter cups you could make a case for uh but it's just snickers is top to bottom it's good warm it's good cold it's good frozen it's good uh, you know there's no there's no bad way to have snickers so it's it's yeah. twix valiant effort but overmatched it's really the highest floor candy in this entire list. If you think about Snickers, it's just from a standpoint of like maybe it doesn't have the flair and the flash of some of these other candies, but it's as dependable as they come from a candy standpoint. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm all the way in on Snickers. And 
the fan vote was very, very close. Uh, a lot of people really love Twix. A lot of people love Snickers. Doesn't matter because we both pick Snickers, but right. Snickers won by 50, with 53% of the vote. 53% wow. of the vote went to Snickers. This is a very close match. Like I, I don't want to be disparaging towards Twix. It, Twix is a great candy. Uh, my son was loving the Twix. He picked Snickers too. By the way, he picked Reese's uh, peanut butter cups and Twizzlers. Actually, no, he was he was a Swedish fish voter. Actually, I should say. Oh, see, but that's my uh, dude. That's my dude. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Snickers is just might be unbeatable. Like I don't I don't know. I mean, we're gonna find out here because we've got Snickers versus Reese's peanut butter cups in the final four. In the final four right now. <sighs> Uh, matchup of matchups uh you just don't you don't get better than that match i mean i, I think that's really the championship honestly. that is the championship i, I think it is, it I, is. I, I hate to kind of blow up our bracket ahead of time but that that feels that's, to me like that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be tough either one of those is gonna be tough to beat it's like duke versus north carolina and the on the other side of the black it's like a high school ba- basketball team like it's just <laughs> it's not they're not in the same category or league right now yeah it's oof well, all right, so that's that's it. So we're down to the final four. So it's Snickers versus Reese's and Twizzlers versus Skittles. Yes. That yeah. is, wow. I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, man, that's, I, I do feel bad for Twix. I feel like Twix could have made, <laughs> made the final four if it was in a different quadrant, perhaps. But, you know, just the I way think it, the- it's weird. The one thing I'm looking at is like I just expected more from M and M's. I don't know why. And I guess you know, listen, you go against Reese's Pieces in the second round, perhaps. But M and M's kind of a disappointing performance to me. Hershey Kisses a little bit of a disappointment. I think uh, peanut M and M's would have would have went further. Maybe. Honestly, I think because regular M and M's seem kind, they're just kind of bland. Yeah. The peanut ones, the peanut butter ones, the almond ones. I mean, they have so many. I think almost any other variant of M and M is better than their regular plain ones, but. They did yeah, the not peanut butter it. ones I like the best, actually. So mm. it's interesting. Also, the the Whoppers. I've heard a lot of people complaining that Whoppers didn't get further, which I don't understand. Like, when are you eating Whoppers? Where are you <laughs> find Whoppers? I don't even know where where are these Whoppers at. Mo- a movie theater in the nineties, <laughs> I think. That's the last time I saw them officially. But yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So all right. So down to the final four. So we're gonna need uh, your votes more than ever. Uh, so next week we'll be down and see who's moving on to the championship round. So it's going to be Snickers versus Reese's, Twizzlers versus Skittles, and that is something to look forward to. So stay tuned and come back around because it's going to be exciting. And that's really going to do it, I think, for this episode. Like I said, it's going to be a little shorter than normal, but quality over quantity. Uh, this has been Season 2, Episode 47. So go back and listen to all of our previous shows everywhere and anywhere you get your podcast. You're listening now, so just go back to right where you came from. And uh, we'll see you next time. So for Jose Ortiz, I'm Lou Ruggieri, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.